Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I'm late. The train's Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. It's Employee of the Month with Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. Wouldn't it be so sad if you're like, oh no, after that theme song, I thought that this was going to be Jane's show about crafting. It's not. It's my show about work. And on this episode, I interviewed Jason Biggs, uh, an actor probably best known for um, American Pie, I would say. And also he was Larry in Orange is the New Black. I'm actually friends with the real Larry. And if you go back in episodes, you can hear... Um, my interviews both with Piper Kerman, uh, who wrote the series Orange is the New Black, and um, as well as Taylor Schilling, uh, who starred in it. Um, I did not get to speak to Jason, who has now become sort of more known for um, his jokes on Twitter, um, as well as the crazy um, things that him and his wife Jenny Mullen will post about each other. I wanted to find out if it's cathartic to to live out loud like that. So I'm going to have to have um, him and, and me, Jenny uh, on the show, if possible. Um, they have a weekly radio show on Sirius you can listen to. What was nice, though, was to talk to someone who has been acting since he was five years old and what it's like um, at 21 when most of us are starting out to actually be at um, one of the heights of his career. Um, and we also talked about working with Woody Allen just because I grew up so in love with his films as anyone um, in comedy. And I mean, it's like how I define Judaism. Speaking about Judaism, guess who becomes a member of the tribe on this episode? It was recorded live at Joe's Pub. Hope you enjoy it. Uh, here is my interview with the one and only Mr. Jason Biggs. Hi, Katie. Hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. I'm very thrilled. When did you guys move to New York? Um, uh, officially one year ago, um, we were by Coastal for a little while, um, because we were cool and, uh, yeah, but we were, rich is the word that most people use. What's the word? Wealthy. Yeah. Wealthy. Rich. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really rich. Uh, so we did that for a while and then we blew through a lot of our money and we needed to get rid of the Los Angeles place. I'm just kidding. I'm still rich. Uh, (laughs) So uh, we just decided to do full-time. Well, we had a kid. And um, when you have a kid, he's not that cool. You don't have to clap for him. Uh, he, um, you know, he, you kind of have to start thinking about where you want to settle down, where it's schools and all that, and where you want to raise the kid. And so we, we decided um, Inwood. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're not in Inwood. Brian Lair. You guys are the only ones in Inwood (laughs) that are at Joe's Pub. That's probably true, actually. Um, But this is a perfect segue to talk about what I believe is one of your first TV credits, um, Drexel's Class. Yes, that is my very first TV credit. We have a little clip from it. Stop it. This is you as a little kid. Oh, wow. It's a great photo, you can tell. Yeah, that's Um, a headshot of mine. Let's, let's, is that your first headshot? It is not my first headshot. Okay. Wow. When was your first headshot? When I was five. I am about, I think I'm like 
10 there, maybe, or 12 okay. or something. Okay. My balls hadn't dropped yet in that okay. one. Okay, good to know. They uh, have, they've just, in fact, they're dropping in that photo. Look at how, it, <laughs> as the photo was taken, my balls were dropping. I was so happy about it. Speaking of balls, let's watch your, your first television. I think this is, um, I don't okay. know. Okay. Oh, then, my God. Who can tell me what Japan has that we don't have? The deeds on all our properties? <laughs> well, that's true, but I'm, I'm looking for something else. Wrestlers that wear diapers. <laughs> that's also true. Madonna on TV selling toilet paper. All those things are correct, but the real reason Japan has all of those things is very simple. <laughs> the Japanese have great respect for their senior citizens. Here's an idea, Mr. Drexel. Why don't you move there? And change all that. <laughs> How old do you think I am? Oh, Mr. Drexel, we really don't get into those kind of numbers till the sixth grade, you know. Yeah, very, very funny. But no, I'm, I'm serious. How old do you think I am? Sixty. Willie, come up here. Now take a close look. What do you think? Fifty. I'm deadly serious. 49? Good boy. Anybody got a problem with 49? No. Good. No homework. Let's go. Wow. Wow. I, I don't know why that show only lasted half a season. <laughs> but I, I can't imagine moving out at my age for a show and having it canceled and dealing with the rejection. I can't, there's no way I could imagine being so young and having that happen. Yeah, it was a bummer. In fact, uh, so I did half a season and then they... Uh, basically all the kids in the classroom, they like, they let us go after 13 and then they did, I think like five more episodes where they focused on the other kid that he had, yeah, Brittany Murphy and AJ Langer were his daughters and they, at least this is the excuse they told me now that I'm watching it. I mean, I was terrible. Now I'm like, Jesus, no, they just fired me cause I sucked. I don't blame them. No, but they canceled the show. Well, they canceled it, but I think they... They canceled it. I was let go first, along with two of the other, like three, all the kids in the classroom were let go. And then he like didn't teach anymore or something. Did your, how did you deal with Something the, I mean, weird. This, like how did you deal with what is inevitable in our business, rejection all the time and being it was um, par for the course, but you're a kid. And same with As the World Turns, right? Yeah, As the World Turns, I was, I was let go from that as well. How did they explain you know, it now to that you I in that think age? About, what's that? <laughs> How do they explain that to a kid? The, um, well, the, the, this show was, you know, I found out through my mom. I was like 12 years old, and you don't, it was just like one day she got a phone call, and it was like, because we were in LA, so I remember, oh, I know what it was. We were on hiatus, so this schedule, we did three weeks, three episodes, and then we had a week off. And we were back in New Jersey for one of the hiatus weeks. Which is where he grew up. Which is where I grew up. And then it was one of those, like, you don't have to get back on the plane to come out. Yeah, and it was like, oh, oh, it sucked. But I remember thinking, 
that it was still, because the shows still hadn't aired yet. Yeah. Like all of them, some of them had, but I still had some in the can that hadn't aired yet. So it was kind of a mixed bag of emotions. It was like, well, I was, I was still on TV, but I knew that I was let go. But then like a week later, the whole thing was canceled. So it was like kind of this, I don't know, it was just very strange. I think because that and then As the World Turns was when I was 15 yeah. for a year, 15 to 16. And I was let go from that as well. Now that show did not get canceled. That show ran for 118 years. <laughs> And I, uh, I did it from year '87 to '88, and I they 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 said that it was I played Pete Wendell, and yes. he was a troubled youth, and the way they wrote me out of the show was I my mother and I you stole money stole like hundreds of thousands of dollars of r ransom money that we found started spending it on things like ice skates. <laughs> Seriously, I remember... That's what they went for I will then. never forget, there was an ice skating scene, <laughs> and it was like on like this weird like plastic that they used as ice, and I, like, I skated on it, and it was really dangerous and fake. Really fake. fake ice. Yeah, which is weird for a soap opera, you know? But that, that rejection ended up, like, you got the last word. Yeah, I did. One. Thanks, Katie. Nice dish. So set you up. <laughs> so yeah, so that so I was let go. So that the executive producer. Now I was sixteen or I was sixteen. So this my mom was kind of not out of the equation, but I was like going to set by myself at this point. And so did you drive or take the subway? Uh, no, I I was getting dropped off. My mother or father would drive so she, me in in the morning. She wasn't out of the picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So she wasn't completely out of. The <laughs> wasn't out of the picture, but right. yeah. Um, but I would be on set by my side. So the executive producer called me into his office and was like, we're, we're going in a different direction with the character. And, you know, we basically, you know, another two weeks and then that's going to be it. And, and it, it really like, it really kind of, it fucked me up. Because yeah. Drexel's class was like the whole, it was like, it, I wasn't alone. It wasn't just me. Yeah. It was a whole group of us. And... And the show was canceled like immediately after, and 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 I was much younger, and, and it was all kind of vaguer. This was like I was called. This was the first time I was like, the boss spoke to me, right? You know, right? And it was like, you're we're letting you go, you know. And it wasn't for anything that I did or didn't do. At least I don't think, you know, that's what he said. But um, it was really hard. I was like, oh my god, this really sucks. Uh, two months later, the Emmy nominations came out, and I was the only person from As the World Turns to be nominated. <laughs> yeah. I'm just curious, because you like, would stay with your mom when you go out to L.A. as a teenager. Yeah. Weird. What she was, was my like? roommate. Yeah. What's I your relationship her. like now? Strained. <laughs> as a as a result of it, you think? Uh, well, not as a result of 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 that. Maybe partly. I mean, there's definitely she um, she wasn't your typical stage mom. I will say that. In fact, you know, I was around some crazy stage moms growing up. I I'm just I just have a crazy mom, but no stage involved. So yeah. Well, my mom is crazy, separate <laughs> from off stage fr from off stage. <laughs> uh, but there was definitely you know uh, we. Yeah, I mean, we spent a lot of time together, you know, and for better or for worse, and I think ultimately maybe for worse, but 
Um, but things are better now. I have a kid, so like that, it changes everything. You know, whatever issues I had, whatever issues she had, it's like at a certain point you got to go. Well, fuck it. It's like I want my kid to know his grandmother. So like, what the fuck am I doing? This would be a great campaign for teenagers who are fighting with their moms. Just yeah. have a kid, and it'll bring the whole family. That's a great together. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Helpful. Go get your high school girlfriend knocked up. Everything will be better. So then you have American Pie, and it becomes this... I mean, you're making a shit ton of money at a very young age, even though you've been acting for so long. So in your career, it's not like you just scored this huge gig. Do you know what I mean? Like right. in your first... One of your first movies or something like that. Right, right. It actually happened later in your career. Yeah. But compared to most of your peers, you're completely... You know, in a totally different ball game, and I was just wondering what that was like. Yeah, I mean, that was that that that. Cha- Are we doing picture? Oh yeah, wow. I mean, okay, I'm not in half of those movies. <laughs> I know. I just like the Spanish pictures. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. It's like Jesus. it's a global franchise. My favorite is Eugene, though, who oh, is incredible. my second dad. I mean, I love the man. He was in every single one of them. He was like, "Fuck it, I'll take the money. I don't care." Literally, he told me, he's like, I would be finan- it would be financially irresponsible of me <laughs> as a 65-year-old man not to take the money and go and do these stupid movies. He literally told me that. He's like, I'm, a, I'm as a head of household, like, I'm going to go do these stupid fucking movies. I don't, it doesn't matter. I was like, you're my hero. I love that. I love him. I love I mean, him. loved him already, and now yeah. even more so. Yeah, he's the best. <laughs> so, like, you kept getting cast in these romantic comedies as sort of, like, a goofy character, even if you were the lead. And I was just curious if Woody Allen, if anything else, was that your first more serious role? Uh, I think m- maybe it was, yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny, because I had interspersed with some of the things we, uh, you've you've brought up, um, I feel like we're, it was like an indie film here yeah. that kind of yeah. nothing happened, but it was like a drama, you know, that it just never, it never got seen, you know? Yeah. Like, so I, it's not like I was, um, you know, it's not like it, I was a total stranger to, to doing right. drama. Right. I just kind of, it was the comedies that, you know, that hit, obviously, and, and that's just kind of the path I went on. But, but yes, post-American Pie, uh, I think anything else was the first sort of stab, even though uh, it's Woody Allen, so it's comedy, but it's, you know, this was the first sort of, I guess, more serious sort of cerebral comedy, not, you know, sort of sophomoric high school type comedy, you know. I cannot imagine playing anyone who is alive, never mind playing Woody Allen in scenes together. Yeah. And, um, I This is a teeny, teeny clip because um, someone is a terrible tech me, um, but I'll, I'll well, want to show a little. We have the IT lady. Okay, and good. We... Next time you will help us. But I just wanted to give a little glimpse because I'd rather talk about it than actually show too much. But sure. um, just to show you playing a young Woody Allen. Do a bell. You know, I, I, either one of those guys could have beat you to a pulp. Is it so important that you insist? You know, but but he he wouldn't let the injustice rest. He resisted. There are always some people who will resist. And as he says, the issue is always fascism. Sure. I mean, he's right. It, you know, it's funny. I, I haven't seen that in what, and it's like, I was trying so hard not to do Woody. You know what I mean? Like, at, but every note that I got was just, you could tell it was just, 
I mean, that was the first time in a, in a while that he he didn't himself didn't play, you know, the that character. Yes. But yet yes. he was still in it playing. He can only play Woody, but he wasn't. But then there was another Woody playing. Wo- I mean, all totally. of his characters are really Woody. And Bo- you know, I'd be I'd love to pick Bobby's brain about this too because he was in a in a, a real good recent one. And but. You know, but you played Woody. That's yeah, very it, different than playing another character in the film. I guess so, yeah. I mean, I wanted, there were some days I was like, well, I'm getting fired today. For sure. Today's the day. And is that just because he doesn't communicate? Well, because he, he, he doesn't sugarcoat anything. So if, if you did not do a good job in a scene, he didn't... He, he, he wouldn't even lead with, uh, you know, the sort of, uh, you know, obligatory, or you would think obligatory, you know, like, okay, good, good. Uh, here's what I think, you know, we should do differently. This. There, there was none of that. It was just like, that wasn't good. That was really... Jason, that was not good. <laughs> we should do that again. Oh, okay, you know, I'm, one, I'm like shaking. I'm like, oh my God. There was one time we did a, uh, <laughs> we were doing this one scene and it was just, we were doing it over and over and it was like a, it was a, a one or a one shot. So everything was done in, in, in one shot. If you fuck up somewhere along the line, you go back to the beginning. And um, it was m- many pages long and we were doing it all day. And uh, it, it finally, towards the end of, of the day, <laughs> We did a take, and he came up to me, and he was like, and a little uh, preface, he had met my, uh, my, my parents uh, like a week or two before, yeah. these little Italian meatballs from New Jersey. And, and so, uh, so he's like, Jason, all right, that was good. You know, um, we can end the day here. We can all go home. We're all tired. Uh, we can put that scene in the movie, sure. And then, and then, <laughs> here's what I'm afraid of. When we're sitting at the premiere and we are watching the movie and we get to that scene, your parents are going to be sitting next to you. And when this scene comes on, they're going to fall asleep. <laughs> I, I like laughed. And he didn't. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, is he... Joking, I don't, uh, so, he, so he goes, so would you like to go again, or do you want to do that one? And I was like, fuck, I guess go again. So cool. Yeah. Um, did he know that you weren't Jewish? He didn't know until uh, about two weeks into filming, because uh, we shot sort of, uh, it was like August, September, and the Jewish High Holidays uh, came up a few, couple of weeks into filming, and he, in between takes, we were we were chatting at one point, and he turned to me and he said, uh, "So, uh, I don't have a Woody impression. I mean, obviously, it would, this would all be so much better, but you can picture him saying all this stuff, obviously." Uh, and he he said, "So, what are you doing for the for the holidays tomorrow?" And I just everything started spinning in my head, <laughs> like. Are they in Yiddish? Uh, yeah. Do I do I tell them the truth, which is nothing. I'm not Jewish, <laughs> you know, not a thing. I'm I'm, I'm eating pork wrapped yeah, in shrimp. Yeah, I'm going to Yeah. I'm going to go to the bottom of the ocean and look for scavengers. And to, then I'm going to have sex without a hole in a sheet. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> and risk, 
you know, being like fired. I mean, literally work, my experience working with Woody, and I've heard this from other people, and again, I really want to talk to Bobby about this, but um, Bobby is too good though. He would never fear being fired, but I, I fear being fired like every day for a, for a while. It was probably like up he to, wasn't for like three Woody. weeks. It's a different I guess, but for but I've heard it from other actors in the in the past that had said that as well. Like, oh yeah, I thought I was going to be fired. Like, to like I got called into my trailer, or the producer sent me down, and I was like, I'm being fired. This is it. And the producer just had to ask a favor or something. But anyway, I digress. So, uh, do you so, have air conditioning? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's really hot. Do you mind if I just sit in here for like an hour? <laughs> uh, so, uh, so I'm like crunching the numbers in my head. I'm thinking, God, if I if I tell him the truth that I'm not Jewish, does this throw everything out, of the, out the window? I mean, do, do, does this change everything for him? Could I get fired? Uh, do I just say, you know, I don't know yet. No plans. <laughs> not a lie. Not a lie. I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. Let's touch base on Monday. We'll see <laughs> after the weekend. I'll... Or, you know, and I went through it in my head, too. I started... I crunched the numbers immediately. I was like, well, we have two weeks of filming. Because uh, he literally will shoot a day, watch everything that night, like in his screening room, the dailies, and he'll come back the next day and be like, we're reshooting yesterday's stuff. All of it. We're going to reshoot it. I didn't like how it looked or whatever. Wow. I'm like, oh, my God. So I'm thinking, oh, my God. So two weeks, that's a little too expensive to reshoot all that. I knew he So I was like, I think I'm safe. And I told him, I said... I don't have any plans. In fact, yeah, I'm, did you know, I'm, are you, you are, oh, you are, but no, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm not Jewish. I'm not Jewish. Well, and I... he laughed <laughs> and I didn't. Um, I feel like you get hired all of the time to play a Jewish character. So I wanted to formally and officially and a through an objective ritual, make you um, a member of the tribe. I was going to do a, a, a three-part quiz. Okay. And if you pass this quiz, that's it. That's all you have to do. Yeah? Other people had to go through brises and bar mitzvahs, but this is really all you need. This is obviously a very objective uh, Talmudic uh, version of, <laughs> of the questions. All right, so our first question, our first meaning mine, who was the first Jewish astronaut? Oh, did you look at the answers? No. Okay. Who was the first Jewish astronaut? Uh, Buzz. Leonard, Aldri- Leonard Nimoy. It's a dad joke. You guys don't have Jewish dads. It's my dad's favorite joke. All right. Raining. All right. I see, this is, I see how this is going to be. You don't want me to be a part of the tribe, do you? Which? I get it. Ever do my dad's joke about Spock? There's probably there a reason <laughs> for that. Um, okay, which Jewish tailor made preppy wasp fashion a billion-dollar industry? Made made what? Um, Pre- preppy wasp fashion. I'll give you. A, I'll give you a hint. Wasp. Pre- preppy wasp. Should I give a? Should I give, I'll give a hint. No. Wait, 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 wait. Don't, don't. Say the question what? again. No, this is this is. Yeah, a lot's at stake here. I don't which, think I should get a... Which Jewish tailor made tailor. preppy wasp fashion a billion-dollar industry? Um, let me ask... Oh, 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 oh. I got it. Ralph Lauren. Woo! Boom! Bo- a bonus 
if you know, if you know his last real last name. Oh. Ends with shits. Jewowitz. <laughs> what? Very close. Lipshits. Oh right, Lipshits. He went to the Marcia Stern Talmudic Academy. Marcia Stern Talmudic Academy. Wow. Okay, which ice cream, you guys? So we're we're one for one. We just need he just needs one more. This is two out of three. Okay. I'm playing like a nice Jewish mother with, 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 with a son. Not with a daughter, just with a son. Okay. I'm not bitter. I'm not. Um, which ice cream was originally whipped up in Scandinavia? Haagen-Dazs or 18 Smacker or Smocker? Which well, ice cream was a, was, is really Scandinavian? Haagen-Dazs or 18 Smacker? Haagen-Dazs. <gasps> Are you sure? Is that your final answer? Do you want extra time? You might have a learning disability. You had a I tutor. Had a you didn't get to go to I said school Hagen-Dazs. like other kids. I, d- I didn't hear what you said. I said haagen I think we Did should call the education. haagen you said? Or 18 or Smacker. 18 Smacker. 18 Smacker. You guys, Thank congratulations. You. Incredible. Congratulations. Thank you. Haagen-Dazs is, uh, it was made in the Bronx, and they actually tried to sue Fruz and Galagia for trying to do the same marketing scheme. Take notes, Wendy, take notes. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. Uh, Hope you enjoyed it. We have incredible, insane lineups for 2016 at the live tapings. Get yourself. I'm doing the show every month. Um, If you want to request someone, if you want to nominate yourself, go to employeeofthemonthshow.com. You could donate. Uh, it goes right to production and um, helping me to get you um, whatever episodes you you want. Well, that's not totally true. That's actually not true at all. That's like semi-true. Like it's like if you were like, Katie, we really, really, really want you to have Gabriel Garcia Bernal on. I'd be like, okay, sweet. But if you were like, Katie, we really want you to have um, a dictator on. I don't know if it's going to happen. I got to be honest, guys. I mean, it's not just because of security issues. Have a good one, and thanks for listening to Employee of the Month.